Greetings and salutations and welcome to the Trash Fire of Talk podcast with your host, Skits M. Jones. I am your host, Skits M. Jones, and I'm sure there is just a shit ton of ambient sound going on here. I've got a cat purring in my lap. I've got rain coming down outside the window. Uh, There's just a lot going on. So, speaking of a lot going on, let's get into what we usually do to kick off the episode and talk about recent events and upcoming events. Uh, First up, this past Saturday, I was at Spoopy Fest 4 at Nacho Treehouse, and the gimmick was each comic eats a habanero pepper and then does their set. And I was put up to be the final comic of the comedian portion of the uh, the show. Uh, after me was a bunch of bands. Um, and, uh, you know, the four comics before me uh, went up, ate the pepper, did the thing. And, like, it was clear they, that there was struggle, right? Um, you know, some of the comics were chugging milk through their sets and, you know, uh, struggling to, to get through bits and get to punchlines and stuff. Uh, all the, all the props in the world to Alec Jones. Uh, he, he was up right before me and, you know, to my mind crushed, you know, got through the punchlines, the punchlines hit. And so, like I said, everyone was able to get through the peppers, no problem. So I went up with a little bit maybe too much swagger, um, because it went poorly. I, uh, I, I, I started eating the pepper and immediately my body went, nope, this is going to be bad. Um, started riffing a little bit, had a couple things work out all right. Could not get the pepper down, could not do it. Um, Plus, as the last comic, I was left with the last pepper, and it was, of course, the pepper that no one else wanted to eat. Fucker was huge, which meant I had to chew that much more to try and get it down, uh, which meant it spent more time in my mouth, just wreaking havoc on my system. Uh, You know, so pepper comes back out, can't get it down. All right, fine, still going to try and get through this. But the burning and all the sensation caused my nose to start bleeding. So there I am trying to do my bits. My nose is bleeding. It's going poorly. Uh, Finally, after about five minutes all together between getting up on stage, riffing a little bit, putting the pepper in my mouth, not getting the pepper down, riffing a little bit more, I think I got through one actual bit, sort of, uh, and then was like, you know what, I tap out. And after that, my body went into revolt and I puked up everything that I had eaten in the past 24 hours. Um, it was rough. It was a rough go. Um, that said, probably for the best that I puked instead of having it go down the other way. Cause I've heard horror stories of how the rest of the weekend treated people, but my God, this was a mistake. Um, not doing Nacho Treehouse. That was super fun. The people were cool. Fucking, you know, Danny took great care of me. You know, f- felt so bad that my body was wrecked by this whole experience. Um, you know, talked about bringing me back, you know, sometime in the near future to act- actually do a set without eating a pepper being involved. Um, you know, cause they had all seen me at Elmhurst comedy, which was maybe one of my best sets I've ever done. 
Uh, so this was like my worst set I've ever done. And uh, I mean, it was fine, though. I'm sure it was, you know, anyone who's watching people eat peppers and try and do something is doing so knowing that it could go terribly awry. And it did. So, you know, everyone got what they paid for. Um, but yeah, so I afterward I had to bounce because, uh, you know, my body was just wrecked. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to my, my writing companions for the show, uh, Waleed and, uh, Chris Bongat and, uh, Chris friend Amber. Uh, they all rode out to the show with me, um, you know, cause it was like an hour and a half drive each way. So got to spend some time chit chatting with all them and nerding out and shit like that. So that was fun. Uh, so yeah, that was a fucking experience and I don't recommend it. Um, like I said, the pepper part. I don't recommend the pepper part. Nacho Treehouse, uh, fuck yeah. I love that little DIY scene. That's super cool. And I hope to be back there again. Uh, even just to see a show. But definitely to uh, perform again. Uh, you know, if and or when they will have me. Um, there is no game of microphones this week. Because fucking Halloween. And uh, I didn't want to try and do that shit. So, no show. No Game of Mics. We'll be back next week. We've got banger lineups. I'll tell you about them when I tell you about them. Um, November 1st, this coming Friday, 10 p.m. at Comedy Shrine. Uh, I will be part of the show Feels Like the First Time. Uh, along with me, you'll have uh, Eric Emerson, Tyler Kretz, Mary-Kate Beck, Ray Wisbrock, and Ronnie, Way Ronnie Ray hosting the whole thing. So that's going to be a banger. Um, hope, hope we get a great turnout for that. Uh, I believe Nelly Bob is, is filming the whole thing. So hopefully get a good clip out of that as well. Um, November 7th. So that's next Thursday. Uh, I will be at the, Oh, did that offend you live comedy show at riddles in Alsip. Uh, lineup for that is myself, Joe Beasley, Kyle Allen, Alan Ford, Paige Blair, uh, Burt Young is hosting and Marcus Hendricks is headlining. And I've got uh, physical tickets for that one. If anyone would care to pick one up, $10 a piece if you want them. I've got them. Uh, after that, November 8th, I will be at Underground Comedy in Rockford with uh, Oscar Carvajal, Katie Zane, and host Marcos. Uh, then November 21st, I will be at Flapjack Brewery in Berwyn. With Gina Palm, who is delightful. Uh, I, I met Gina at the So Emo show, which she is a co-producer on. Uh, Ricky March and host Mike Stricker. So that's going to be a banger. I hear they have the best pizza ever. So uh, that is a, a draw as well. Uh, November 23rd, Uncouth is joining the bands Without Light and Dead Sun Rising at Metal Monkey Brewing in Romeoville. So if you've been wanting to see Uncouth and you're out in the burbs, here's your best opportunity to do so. Um, speaking of the burbs, uh, that gets us to the main topic for the day. The Burbies nominations went out this week. And uh, while I thought I might get a nomination or two, I was surprised uh, that, in fact, I and TJ Remick tied for setting a new record uh, for individual nominations, each of us getting seven individual nominations for this Burbies. And, 
for myself, that's it, it, as a first time nominee for Burbies, um, seven nominations is insane. I am beyond stunned. Like I, I had no fucking idea. Um, like I said, I thought I might get one or two, you know, I, I thought maybe up and coming and, you know, maybe host, um, uh, just cause I've been doing it so much of late. Um, you know, and best up, up and coming is, uh, I guess most people's kind of guide for that is people who are, who are like two years or less in which I am. Um, so I, yeah, like I said, I thought maybe a couple categories I'd get a nod for seven is wild. Um, the categories I did get nominations in are best up and coming, uh, best comedian on social media, which I was, I was shocked. Um, best digital content for this very podcast, which is also incredibly flattering. Um, you know, this is just something that I do, um, just for the enjoyment of doing it and, and, you know, to have more content because content is king, uh, in, in the modern era, when it comes to being a, a performer, you have to, you have to produce content. And this is that, and to get uh, a nod for best digital content for this podcast is, is wild to me. Uh, most significant progress I was, uh, nominated for most original comedian, um, which is wild. Uh, and I, that I take great pride in that. Um, cause that's, that means that I'm doing something that is different. And that's one of the best things you can hear. Um, best producer, uh, I got a nod for, for the work I've been doing on game of microphones, uh, best host, same thing for the work I've been doing on game of microphones. Plus, you know, any, uh, open mic, I've gotten the pleasure of getting to host. And then, uh, you know, kind of collectively, Game of Microphones, uh, which is produced by myself, Walid Ismail, and Alex Crockman, uh, has been nominated for Best Showcase. So, uh, you know, that also, I, I take some, some pride in that being nominated, because I've done a lot of work on that show. So, um, eight uh, categories that I'm kind of uh, tied to seven of them being just about me. And that, holy fuck, like, it's wild, you know, like, like I've said in the past, uh, just over a year ago, I had thought about quitting all of this. You know, I, I had thought I was no good and I was getting tangled up in some drama and there was some bullshit and I was questioning whether, you know, I was good at it or whether it was worth it. And now, uh, to, to get this kind of validation and the Burbies, for those who are, are not familiar, are the suburban, uh, Chicago suburban comedy scene, uh, end of year awards. And it's basically, it's a big excuse to like put on a goofy award show and have a Christmas party or holiday party, whatever, and, and shit like that. And, uh, so, I mean, the, the awards are kind of just, uh, a, a premise for, you know, everything else that goes with it. Um, but it's all nominations and votes from your peers. And so to know that my peers in the scene view me positively, uh, in, in this regard is uh, so validating, 
you know, like just getting nominated is it mind blowing, especially again, seven fucking categories. There's only nine individual categories, right? Uh, and then I think 11 categories total, maybe 12. I don't know. I'd have to go back and look, but like, that's fucking wild. And it really makes me think like, yeah, I'm doing something right and I should keep doing it, which I'm going to. So yeah, that, that means the, the world that said, uh, now it is the hard part, uh, because now it's voting for the awards and the way the voting works is everyone votes for their top five nominees and puts them in order of, you know, fifth ranked to first ranked. Uh, and then from there, I guess, like, the votes are tallied and scores given and whatnot, and the winners decided. And, you know, there's a part of me in the back of my mind that's like, every category you're in, vote for yourself for first place. Um, but then there's a part of me that's like, no, really look at the categories and vote honestly. Like, do you think you are better than the people in this category? Or do you think you do this particular thing better than this person does this particular thing? Like, best digital content. There are podcasts and and things of of that nature that I fucking adore, like, and listen to every time they are dropped. And, like, for for me, I guess it's weird, because I don't listen to this podcast in the same way that maybe someone else listens to this podcast. So, like, I, I can't... I can't say where I rank, but, like, I know that there are podcasts and shit that I fucking love. Um you know, most significant progress. Like, how do you, how do you qualify significant progress? Is it like, who's made progress to a point that now they're doing more significant things? Or, you know, has someone developed to such a degree that like, it is impressive how much progress they've made? You know, things like that. Um, you know, uh, best, you know, on social media. I I don't know if I'm good at social media. Like, you know, I've seen people get wild fucking engagement. I, I still don't know how to figure out social media. Like, you know, a picture of me and my cat gets, you know, a hundred fucking likes and comments and shit like that. And then I throw out a clip of standup I've, I've done and I get like two likes. So, I mean, what do I know about social media? I don't fucking know. You know, if I, if I, was good at this shit, like, I'd be monetizing it and doing well, so I'd, like, I don't, I don't know, so for the voting, like, trying to figure out what my top five in each category is, is, it's gonna be weird, and I'm going to vote in the most honest way that I can, and I know that I am probably my own worst critic, um, so if people believe that I should be uh, high up in the rankings on any of these things. Like if you nominated me, um, you know, by all means, put me wherever you want in the rankings. Uh, I, I'd be delighted to win fucking anything. Um, you know, but like I said, even just being nominated, uh, as, as, as really like a first year, cause I went to the Burbies last year. Um, but I didn't, you know, I barely knew anybody, you know, I, I was able to have, conversation with folks, but like, I didn't know anybody really, you know, and now I feel like I'm, I'm more a part of the scene and, you know, so trying to, trying to place myself in it, um, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be weird. Um, but I, I will vote in the most honest way that I can. 
And I appreciate that, you know, people see the hustle that I'm putting in and, you know, they, they deem me worth naming and, and being in the discussion for all of these categories. That's, that's incredibly validating and I appreciate that shit. So, uh, the Burbies are in December and I'm sure in December I will have more to say about it. Uh, in the meantime, that's kind of all I really wanted to talk about uh, today as far as the topic goes. It's just, you know, how fucking cool it is to have been nominated for all this shit. And, you know, um, you know, now it puts the pressure on. It's like, oh, people think, you know, this this highly of me to, to nominate me for all this shit. Man, I got a bunch of shows coming up. I better be fucking good. <laughs> you know, people are going to be people are going to be voting. So, I mean, I, I better be hitting my marks, you know, I better be, be jamming at these fucking shows I got coming up that I listed at the top of this episode. Cause that's the last thing that people are going to see from me before they vote. So a game, if, if you've been thinking of coming to a show of mine, uh, these are going to be the ones that I put it all out there. So, <laughs> I mean, in, in fairness, I always put it all out there. I, I, I go hard out there. Sometimes too hard. I think I've, I've gone a little high energy at some hosting uh, appearances where the crowd was just not, not at that energetic level, uh, and I, I think I, I think I may have freaked some folks out uh, at, at some shows. But like, hey, I, I go hard, man. It's what I do. Um, moving on. Uh, Let's get into the music recommendations. Let's do that. I don't have anything else to recommend. Oh, fucking Dragula season three. Uh, it wrapped up this week. Spoiler alert. I'm going to talk about the winner. The winner, uh, the winner is who I called it would be Land Insider, which means a drag king is uh, the, the, the winner of season three of Dragula. And that's awesome. And I mean, really, there was no contest. Like the entire season episode by episode, Landon fucking crushed and props to Landon, uh, for, for getting the crown and scepter and being doused in blood, uh, to cap off the episode. Uh, oh, I'll be at, uh, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, the, the 30th of October, when I'm releasing it, uh, I'll be at Dragzilla, uh, tonight, uh, to see, to see all my, my my dears, my friends, uh, who are they put on one of my favorite. I mean, I don't I don't get to go to a lot of drag shows, unfortunately. I just only have the time for to do so many things. Um, but you know, seeing uh, uh, Cindy Vicious and Lucille Fulfer and and Robin Graves, uh, I I will be I will be at their show tonight, and I hope some of you will be as well. If you've never been, it is a fantastic melding of drag and horror, and, you know, killer music, it's a blast, uh, I, I try to go every month, and I hope some of you will go as well, uh, cool, so, music recommendations, new track, uh, track that I've been just totally fucking jamming on, is, uh, Disco Tits by, uh, God, I hope I'm gonna say this right, Tuvalu, um, it, 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 Swedish name, uh, I don't speak Swedish, um, I know it, uh, American-wise, and it's a joke in this, in the music video for this song, 
uh, Tovlo is is what it looks like on paper, but uh, Tuvalo, uh, I, I think I'm probably butchering the shit out of that, but anyway, uh, Disco Tits is a track off uh, 2017's Blue Lips, uh, it's the first single off the album, uh, the video features Tuvalo uh, seducing a, a puppet talk show host, uh, and as they begin to go on adventures, the puppet... Uh, becomes a human being and blinks kind of back and forth between being a puppet and being a real dude as they engage in a plethora of sexual acts and drug use and dancing and etc. Uh, the album Blue Lips was a follow-up to the previous year's release Lady Wood. Um, the two come together and comprise two halves of one concept album. Um, the video is, is a fucking wild ride. Like, this video fucks. It is... So fun, uh, and Tuvalo is uh, one of my favorite pop artists right now. Uh, I, I regret that it's taken me a few years to to uh, find this artist, but she is fantastic, uh, and I, I recommend uh, every album. Uh, Sunshine Kitty has uh, a track that I know is on the podcast recommendations list. Which, uh, if you didn't know, if you go on Spotify, Trash Fire of Talk Recommendations is a playlist on Spotify that has every single fucking song I've ever recommended on this podcast. Unless, uh, you know, it wasn't available on Spotify, which I think there's maybe like one song or, or, or two that weren't available. And I wasn't taking that into account in the earlier episodes because I didn't think I would be making a massive playlist, but I did. So go on Spotify, enjoy that, go back through past recommendations. There's some fucking bangers. Speaking of fucking bangers, the older song recommendation is Give It To Me Baby by Rick James off 1981's Street Songs. Uh, That was Rick James's fifth album, which is fucking wild to think about. Um... The, the song was a hit. It spent five weeks at number one on the Billboard R&B charts. And it was followed up by the single Super Freak, which is arguably Rick James's biggest and most lasting hit. So Rick James's fifth album is where we get the songs Give It To Me Baby, Super Freak, shit like that. That's fucking wild. Five albums in, and then these bangers hit. Ugh. Uh, Give It To Me Baby specifically has been featured in such disparate media as the movie She's All That and uh, the video game GTA V. And the song has been sampled by the likes of Michael Jackson for the song Thriller, Public Enemy for Fight the Power, as well as some songs by MC Hammer, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, salt and Peppa, Common, Jay-Z, and Kendrick Lamar. They've all sampled this song, which contributes to the lasting legacy. Of- and all those samples contribute to both the, the lasting legacy of the song, as well as the lasting legacy of Rick James. So, um, you know, lyrically, uh, there's, there's always some things to say. But it, just in terms of, of history and being a, a fucking, uh, uh, being a jam, this is a fucking jam. So there you go. There's your music recommendations for the episode. Let's move on to the final segment, which is the card pull. Uh, This episode, we are pulling from Emily Autumn's uh, Asylum Oracle deck. Um, 
as we've talked about in the past, the deck is divided into five suits. Uh, earth, air, fire, water, and spirit. Uh, each suit corresponds to a, a different thing, and then each card in the suit corresponds to a different thing. So uh, the card that I've pulled is the heart, which is a spirit card. And uh, the spirit suit is all about digging into the depths of yourself and the things you've hidden away and the things you need to work on and the things you need to develop in order to grow and thrive in your life. And the heart is an affirmational card. Uh, it's, a, it's a card that's about looking at yourself and not immediately tearing yourself apart under the weight of critique and criticism. You know, we all have the, the things that we're insecure about, and we know those things better than anyone else does. And that allows us to, to attack with greater ferocity. You know, we are able to look at ourselves and immediately hone in on the things that we know we are insecure about. And what this card asks is that instead of looking at your vulnerabilities and, and you know, instead of ripping yourself apart based on those, uh, find love and acceptance of those things. You know, even if you desire to change things about yourself, you can do it without hating those things and hating yourself for having those things. You know, there are plenty of things about myself that I, I would love to change, Um and I, I think that's true of a lot of people, but that doesn't mean I have to hate those things, you know? And so that's what this card is about. It's about, you know, asking yourself to look at yourself and not hate shit. Like instead, you know, even if you want to change it, you can still love that it's part of yourself because everything about you has influenced your journey and influenced who you are and all that kind of shit. And everyone should strive to be better versions of themselves with each passing day. But that doesn't mean you have to hate the person you were yesterday, you know? So that's what this card is about. This card is about looking, your, looking at yourself and being like, you know what, self? Fuck yeah, man. Like, you're out here, you're doing it. And sometimes even just getting up in the morning is a fucking victory. So be proud of yourself for that shit, you know, and, and, and yeah. So there you go. That's your happy, upbeat, uplifting little, little thing for the day. That's your card pull. That's the episode. Um, if you've enjoyed it, you know, let me know, uh, rate and review on any of the platforms that let you do that. Otherwise, hit me up on the social medias, you know, at Skits Jones, S-K-I-T-Z-J-O-N-E-S, all one word. Uh, you can find me on, you know, most of the things uh, with that or email me, skitsmjones at gmail.com. Uh, Venmo me if you like what I'm doing and want me to continue doing it. Money is great. Also, at Skits Jones, S-K-I-T-Z-J-O-N-E-S. Uh, I don't expect anyone to, to Venmo me money, but if you do, like, I'll love you forever. Shit. I'll shout you out on an episode. Also, uh, if you have the anchor app, uh, you can send me a, a voice message. Uh, and if you do, I will probably play it in a future episode. So yeah, there you go. Do all the things. And as always, the last thing that I can ask of you, the only thing I can ask of you really keep that trash fire burning.